My name is Anna Kutu. I'm a luxury real estate agent and marketing consultant based in Ghana. This is my 17th year in the industry. So as a real estate agent, uh, my service or my company's service is to connect buyers and sellers. People looking to enter into Ghana's real estate markets, whether they are looking to live, whether they are looking to make a holiday home investment, whether they are looking to make a business real estate investment. So with the insights we've gathered, with the knowledge, with the understanding of the market and the developers, what we bring is uh, information and guidance to people looking to buy so that they are not making uh, an uninformed decision. And the same for the sellers. We open them up to the market, help them to, once people are connecting with us, we refer them. And then, so there's this beautiful marriage. It's beautiful to be a middleman. Um, that's what we basically do. As a marketing consultant, be, again, because of the experience I've gained, I work with luxury real estate developers to help them with their marketing. So there's a number of big projects in Ghana that I've consulted for. Based on my experience, I go in and I say, okay, this is what you've done so far. And I think this is what should be done best. And it always comes out beautifully. Hey, it's Killen. And today on Diversified Game, if you can't see from the G on my shirt, <laughs> in the house. I got yes. the queen. The queen of real estate in Ghana yeah. is going to give us the game for all those questions you guys always have for me about Ghana. You know, there's over 5,000 Black Americans and British folks and everything in Ghana. Um, all those questions, Anna is going to be the one to go to because she has a guide. You can go to her website. But right now we're going to get into the game. So welcome, Anna, to the show. How are Thank you doing? You, I'm great. I'm great. And how are you doing? I love the way you're looking. I like your vibe. I'm loving it. And I see thank the Ghana star there. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm blessed <laughs> by the best. Always here for the oh, test. Amen. Ready to pass it too. Um, the best way that I know how. Uh, awesome. But give people. Let, let's get right into it. We're going to first out knock out the number one question people always ask me. And please. It's going to break some hearts, maybe. But in Ghana, can yeah. a foreigner, that means someone who's not from Ghana, and I hear even some people from Ghana, cannot own land freehold. Let's just get that out the way right now. <laughs> okay. Well, great, great question to ask uh, for the start, because I think information is always helpful. So yes, in Ghana, most properties are sold on leasehold basis. And there are a few properties which some may, may say are still freehold, but even that they will say is 99 years. As a non-Ghanaian, you are, you are able to get up to 50 years maximum of a lease. So I'll explain it to you. When, you are, when a property is sold to you, it's sold as a lease. So if it's the stool that owns it, which is the chiefs, if it's the government that owns it, there's always a lease on it. So it could be 50 years, it could be 60 years, and it could be 99 years. Now, the fact that it's a lease doesn't mean you don't own it. It's yours. You can, you can resell it, you can pass it on or will it to anyone, you can rent it, you can do whatever you want on it. However, when those lease years are up, you are supposed to renew your interest in it. So it's a way of saying that, yes, I'm still interested in it. And then you pay a token fee towards it. I'm told in the recently it's about 10% of the value of the land at that time. For non-Ghanaians, you can be given up to 50 years at a time. 
So if you went as a non-Ghanaian, you came and invested in Ghana, you will get uh, and you bought a property which has 66 years lease, you will be assigned 50 years initially because as non-Ghanaians, you do not get more, more than 50. And then when the 50 years is up, you can just get the remaining 16. But the thing here is most of the properties, especially the apartments in the prime cities, most of them are within 45 to 50 year leases. So in the end, both Ghanaians and non-Ghanaians are getting the same, just because it's not, most of them have not crossed the 50 year mark in terms of the leases. I hope that helps. That helps tremendously because again, People see the horror stories on YouTube where maybe somebody tried to pull, for those of you who know who Asofia is, um, yeah. or in Kimowa, you know, they see um, what, they're like, everything's 419, I can't buy no. my land, I can't give it to my kids, which even in America, yeah. when people pass away, it's rare that kids actually keep that land. They usually just sell mm. it because they don't want to mm. live the life prior to, you know, what was there. Maybe they don't have the best memories sometimes. Yeah. So I just wanted to knock that out the way. Um, can you now tell people, because you said 17 years in the industry, I saw that too in researching. And I said, wow, she started like in primary school. Um, <laughs> give us the journey of, you know, how you got here for those people, especially those people who are saying, you know what, I'd love to work with you, no matter where they're from in the world. What's the journey? What's the, like, what test do you have to take? Do you have to go to school? Because I can see someone calling you right now and saying, can I get some experience, but I don't have a degree or, yeah. you know, I'm not good at math. So please give <laughs> us the game. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start off by telling the right. As of now, very soon, there is a bill that's going to be passed, which says that, um, in Ghana, real estate agents need to be licensed in Ghana. As of now, it hasn't been passed yet, but very soon that bill is going to be passed so that anyone who wants to become a real estate agent will have to go to school, will have to take the exam and get a license, which we all think is great because it regulates the market. But as of now, if you're, if until that bill is passed, and when I joined 17 years ago, there was no exam to take. You get in because you know you want to get in, get the experience and give your best and then you'll grow. So I'll tell you about my uh, where I started from. So my journey started from reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, famous book that a lot of people have read. And what I took from it was real estate. Immediately, I knew I wanted to go into it. So my plan was, OK, why not look out for those who are doing excellent in the game in Ghana and talk to them and try to understand it? So I connected with the then CEO and owner of Trasaco Valley and Villaggio, which is at the time, I mean, they're one of the top developers. They started the luxury apartment game. They have a beautiful uh, luxury estate in East Legon called Trasaco Valley, which many people know. So I went and saw him. He gave me some tips and he said, hey, why don't you go there and learn? So you said I started in primary school. Yeah, I was in university. <laughs> I was still in uni then. And my spare time, that's what I decided to use it for. So when I didn't have lectures or on the weekends, I would go to the office, I would go, and then I was working voluntarily because I wanted to learn. And this helped a lot so that by the time I finished university, I already had about two years experience and I had my full-time job. And then from then on, it continued. So basically with that one, I was working with them as a, a sales executive. 
And my goal was always that when I started my family, I have four beautiful daughters. They are amazing. So the goal was that when I started to have my children, I wanted to be able to have more flexibility in time in being with them. So after I had my second daughter, I, that's when my husband and I decided, okay, this could be a good time for you to go out on your own as an independent real estate agent and then start to do your thing. So then, so that was in 2015, I would say, yeah. And so from then, that's where I started with rentals. The focus was more for rentals, helping expatriates, people who don't live in Ghana, find luxury homes to live in. And it's been beautiful from there growing. What I've loved about it is anytime I sit back and see where I've come from and where I am today, you know, we all have a plan and a goal and a, and a big vision, and we are still going there, but it's beautiful to see that we are climbing up and we are in progress. And yes, that that's the beginning of my journey. That's how it started. I, I, I love I love that. And I love the family journey. And I want to highlight something. She said her husband supported it. So many times us African men don't get credit for supporting women progressing. <laughs> oh, you know, it, it, worried. And you hear that so often. So right now we're saying that is old news. That's the fake news. It's There's a new African news. man. It's, it's who, they support. Yes, who, who, who wants the woman to succeed. And that's, exactly. that's a beautiful thing. Now, is he too also in real estate or construction? No, he's a, so he's a freight forwarder, logistics and shipping. And then also together we are into oil and gas transportation. But he's definitely, like to speak to what she said, he's definitely been pivotal in my career. I say he's my mentor because he's had a lot of um, experience in the business world. And he's really guided me through. So definitely, I 100% endorse that, um, that the African men are supporting. And I know a lot of other men doing that. So, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I love it. I love it. I, I knew I wasn't the only one. My wife is from Cameroon. And, you know, people say on this long journey of her, her medical career, like, how do you yeah. have kids and do this? Well, I do have a yeah. husband. I mean, it takes two uh, to, to tango. So I, I, I love to, um, I love to hear those stories. Now, with your, you know, with your audience, I, I'm sure it's not majority foreigners base, but I want to make something for the foreigners who don't, yes. you know, the luxury of knowing someone like you, what's the probably number one or number two misconception of when they come to Ghana, especially Accra, where Ghana's bigger than Accra, folks, what's the biggest misconception <laughs> that you have to keep repeating? So now you can just share this interview and say, timestamp, go here. I mentioned that. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I love that you said that Ghana is not just Accra because that's actually a campaign I've launched this year, which says Ghana is golden because there are opportunities beyond Accra. And that's something that I'm sure we'll talk about. So with regards to misconceptions, I just guess that um, um, people don't find it to be as, when they come in, it's a, it's a surprise in terms of how welcoming it is, in terms of how much they enjoy themselves, in terms of how much they like it. So there's always this fear of whether they'll really be accepted, whether people will, will warm up to, to them, whether they will enjoy being here. That's the general, like that's what I hear most of the time. 
So um, what I will say is that when you're coming in, that I mean, it's been tried and tested and a lot of people always say about Ghanaians that definitely we are very happy to welcome foreigners. Once you enter, even I always say, look, the minute you landed, I see that Ghana has changed. Like there's, there's brighter just because of all the new people coming here. Very welcoming. Um, people find that, oh, they actually enjoy luxuries, right? You enjoy luxuries, like if you have um, a very nice hotel room to stay in, the food to stay in, the cars, the places to go. Sometimes people are not too sure whether they will enjoy these luxuries, especially when it's their first time coming here. And then they are concerned about being welcome. And then when they are coming, when they come, they're like, oh my goodness, I don't want to go back. Oh, I can't wait to come back. I hope that helps. <laughs> yes, no, it, it helps. And what really will help you guys, again, she has a guide on her website. It's free. You just put your information in and you can yeah. see kind of the rental yields. You can see how much houses cost, how much yeah. yearly rent can be, yeah. which can really help those who are serious. And just, you know, I don't know if you've been to America, but America is a great place to make money. Um, you can go enjoy your money much further and have a maybe happier, more enjoyable time um, elsewhere out of this country. But with that being said, I think that you're closer to where I am interested in just, I can't wait till I touch prom prom. And yes. that side. It, it, now talk about, you know, that area. And is it the next Accra? How much of a window do we have till we can find a deal? And when I mean a deal, I mean probably... 80,000 and below for most um, Westerners because, right. yeah, you yeah. know, that's where, you know, people who have saved could probably put, when we look at how yeah. much people have saved, you know, most people don't have 250,000 to put up, yeah. but, and your guys's rent, um, the mortgage, it costs way too much. So you got to, oh my goodness, it is it's definitely high. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell the people like prom prom, you know, that's, it's on the water. Give us the game on, on that or the, what the next prom prom may be for folks who really are looking for something, you know, kind of cost effective that they can invest in. Yeah. So I'm happy you asked again, as I mentioned earlier, I started a campaign this year, which says Ghana's golden, which is why you see that golden map of Ghana out there, up there. What I'm saying is that beyond Accra, when you go to the central region, the northern region, the western region, and even other parts of Accra, because Accra is the main capital city, but within the, the main greater Accra region, we have Tema, we have Pram Pram. And as you mentioned, Pram Pram, most people do love Pram Pram because of the beaches. It has beautiful beaches there, and it is a developing area. So. Tema is one of the cities, which is, it is one of the cities that Nkrumah actually, Kwame Nkrumah actually planned, you know, so it's a really well-planned community. And Pram Pram is just after that. So you'll find that it is actually one of the best places to buy now if you appreciate capital appreciation, because the prices there are not as high as in Accra. So you can find, it's possible to find land or plots, maybe about twenty-five dollars to $50,000, depending on the size, depending on the size. And so when you talked about $75,000, I wanted to find out, did you mean with a home, with a house on it, or just the land? Okay. 
And, and but you know, because somebody's ears will be ringing and say, "Oh, twenty five thousand! I got fifty or seventy five. I've heard these like real stories. I can buy all these plots, but you gotta have money to build. So, on a let's say twenty five thousand dollar plot, what are you seeing the average person spending and the time that it takes to actually build up a home that they can live in? Okay, so well. I mean, there are some developers who, for example, will put up in that area, they could put up maybe a two bedroom property and sell it around $75,000 for within a gated community. Now, if you are looking to build yourself, it depends on the size and what you're looking at. But especially if you're not Ghanaian and you're not looking here, building yourself, you have to make sure that ideally I recommend buying from a trusted developer who's done it already or you are here, or you have someone that you completely trust to do this for you. So basically, if you get a plot about $25,000, it depends on what you want to put on it. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the numbers um, for whether you're building a three-bedroom, whether it's a two-bedroom. But I know that some developers would put up about two bedrooms and price it around $75,000. You have peace of mind. You don't need to worry about building it going back and forth because the, many of the horror stories have been about people sending money in and then coming to find that it wasn't being built when they send it to an individual that they trusted. But when you invest or you buy with a developer who, and that's one of the things that we do, I don't, I always tell people, I don't rush to list properties on my website or showcase them on my, on my YouTube channel because I do a lot of due diligence. I need to go and check how many properties they've delivered I need to check the quality of it. So this is part of the service and the value proposition that we offer that when you're looking to buy, we make sure that you are buying with a developer who's already developed. If they haven't, we look at the track record of this company. What have they done before? Where are they coming from? Can they be trusted? And so that is what I'll say that if you're looking to um, buy a home here and you're not around, I suggest that you buy from a developer. I, if that's sound advice, yes. It, 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 it makes sense. Um, we do development in Cameroon. We've worked on a, a project and I have Cameroonians here in America saying, can you build our house? Um, we don't mm -hmm. have anyone to trust. It's all about mm -hmm. relationships and having those yeah. eyes and ears on the ground because you really need to be there or have somebody who you're tight like this. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. So with, you know, you have the YouTube, everything is laid out so perfectly. Did you design, do you, are you also a designer, interior, uh, graphics? <laughs> I mean, your website, everything is so put together properly. Um, or do you have a team of people who just make you look this great? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. I appreciate your feedback. Definitely have a team, can't do it alone. I will say the first person on my team is God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, because I say that whenever I tune in, whenever I does the scripture that I use, he says, I'll reveal to you great and mighty things you do not know of. Whenever I meditate on that scripture, I find that I always get ideas on how to do my website, on what, how to um, get my carousel done. So I definitely, so he, all glory first to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then I have my team and my team, what I love about them is that they execute beautifully. So I have a branding team. I have a digital marketing team. I have an, an assistant and then I have a sales executive. 
So whenever, usually when the ideas come, I go and then I tell them about it. And what I love is that they, they get it and they execute it beautifully. So together we are able to present or showcase what you see that you're loving. So definitely grateful and thankful for my team. They do a really good job. And I can't do it alone. I don't think anyone can do it alone. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I say teams make dreams. I'm going to keep repeating it because yes. you have... You have so much talent in the world. We have so much, you know, software and things with AI and Web3 just, just being awesome. But people yeah. are thinking, oh, I can replace teams. And some people don't like to pay people. And that's that's <laughs> the problem. And, and let me get yeah. on my soapbox real quick. Some people come to Africa and think, oh, Africa is so cheap. I don't have to pay people. No, <laughs> Africa Oh. Ain't cheap. It can be expensive done wrong. Yeah. So, can you talk about that just to give people a friendly warning? Because you'll be more friendly than I. Um, with I don't like people using people. I don't like that, you know, at all. Absolutely. So can you talk with your experience when people think, oh man, I got fifty thousand dollars. I'm the king and you work for me. Anna, you do what I say when I say jump. This person does, I mean, give us, you know, you don't have to give us any bad stories, but just maybe to help people so they can decolonize their mind when coming to Ghana. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ghanaians are very talented. I always say worldwide, every human being has potential. And anytime anyone is putting um, themselves or their talent to your work, you have to pay for it because I mean, that is how we are eating, that is how we are growing, and that is how we are developing. So that's very important. I, For me, I find it joyful to compensate anyone who's part of my team. I always tell them that we are all investing in it. It's like we are planting a seed, and then when it becomes successful and the fruits come, we all have to eat of it. That's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of community. And it doesn't change in Africa. Um, I've had people saying that, yeah, this whole even picking your brain thing, it has to go away because sometimes you call people, you're like, hey, can I get this and that? There are ways to do that in a business relationship. But when you have people working for you long term, so for example, with my assistant, she came in, she reached out to me and she said she liked what I was doing and she wanted to work with me. She wanted to learn voluntarily. Again, I said, that's how I started. But even that I told her, I would still give her a token, right? Because I feel like once you're in here, once you are listening, once you're contributing, it's important that you share of the fruit. And it's been great. From that token, she then, because she was so great, she then became um, a full-on uh, assistant. And even now, she's even going to be helping me with my digital marketing because she has a lot of strengths there. So there's been that growth. And if you don't compensate people or they don't feel a part of sharing the fruit when they were part of planting the seed, it's hard for them to give back to you. It's hard for them to grow with you. So I definitely encourage everybody to do that. Like you see your team as a family, as a community, you build together, you feast together. And I think that sound and comes with a lot of blessings. And I also want to say send a shout out to my videographer, because I didn't mention earlier my videography team. He's fantastic too. He does all my YouTube video editing. So grateful for them. 
I love it. I love it. Um, I, I really, really love it. I had a guest come on one time and they said, without a transaction, there can't be a transition. And mm-hmm. I, I, I heard you say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I tell people, you know, um, even in the scriptures, you know, you you got to plant a seed and then you got to put, you know, have the faith and put the works in. Exactly. So. No, this is is awesome. Now with Ghana real estate, and and again, I don't mean to go into the negative, but I need clarity because just like I'm from California. When Californians move to different states, we don't buy one house, we buy two. And a lot of times we'll overpay. Um, (laughs) Are you finding that, um, you know, black foreigners are coming? I'm not talking about China. Uh, but you can correct me if I need more, more China, if I, if I need more detail, um, are Americans, are Europeans, Australians coming to Ghana and raising up the price because they're not doing one of my wife's favorite things, negotiating, um, you know, is that a thing right now in Ghana, real estate? Um, I, the price is, well, most people would say, I, I think that's another thing that people get surprised by, by how expensive real estate is in Ghana. Um, it's been like that, um, consistent, like since I started from where I started 17 years ago, uh, the prices were at a premium because they call it luxury real estate. And I always say that it's like when you don't have too many of a thing, you know, demand and supply when there's not so many of them coming, when you compare it to America and Ghana, there's so much more development out there. So right now the prices are based on the demand. You know, there's a lot of demand for it. So the prices are at a certain price point. They don't necessarily go up just because you have um, people are not negotiating, but it's just the demand for it. The more people are looking for it. Right now, real estate in Ghana is hot since a lot of tourism has increased. A lot of people are realizing the potential. You have a lot of people coming in. And so there's good demand and that make, that puts it at the price point that it is. Um, so sometimes some people say, oh, but I'll go to a certain state. Um, in America and I'll get a property maybe for $500,000 and I come to Ghana and then that's way higher. But I'm saying that out there in the States, it's so much more developed. You know how it is the market, the more there is, the more competition, the less the price and the demand and supply. So Ghana, because it's now building out because there's fewer of it, it makes it more of a premium. If you you get what I mean. So that's what drives it. That's what drives it. Definitely. And I think that's part of like the issue with um, a lot of folks who are thinking of it as, you know, maybe pure business. Okay, I put a 50 year lease and then I get to renegotiate, but the value is going to be so much more. There's no way for me to get ahead of that. Like, can I prepay? So my people behind me, you know, and we've seen it here. Um, in the States, like you'll have a nurse and a teacher, real life story, won't say their name. So don't worry, folks, if you're watching, <laughs> or listening. Um, you know, buy a house for 200,000 in a state. And then when they're ready to retire, it's worth over 2 million. And they're mm-hmm. like, I can't even afford the property tax. So okay. sometimes, again, we have to decolonize our mind because we're bringing some of the baggage. But it's also good to think of all of the scenarios that could happen when you're making such an investment. So yeah. that that's what that's why. So, you know, we're, we're kind of always on our, our, our square on business. Yeah. Yeah. And one one thing that I uh, one of the things even with the Ghana's Golden Campaign is that the more 
if everything is so much centered on Accra, again, it makes it like very high demand and then prices go higher. Um, what I'm saying, for example, I have been to the United States, you're in California, people are in New York, Atlanta, and whichever state. So here, maybe we could compare states and regions, right? We have Greater Accra, we have the Western region, and Eastern region, whichever states I've been to, I think I've been about five or six states in America, it's fully developed. There are good schools, there are good restaurants, there are good places to have fun. And I and I believe that's what Ghana needs more of. And these are the investment opportunities here. For example, look at the central region. The number of tourists that go on that route from the highest rank, like from presidents of other countries to someone visiting for the first time, almost everyone goes towards the central region. But there is so much opportunity there. There's so much opportunity for hotels, for restaurants, for good schools and homes that people, and those places have beautiful beachfronts, right? Accra, because Accra is it's such a premium, beachfront lands are really expensive. But for example, I recently sold land to a client of mine in Cape Coast, seven acres, and she bought it for $168,000. You cannot get that in Accra. These are the opportunities I'm talking about beyond Accra, that Ghana is golden, and it's time for the country, for people to invest even outside, and that can help to balance. Because you go to other countries, I'll use America as an example, when you go to this state, it's good to live in, you have good schools, you have good hospitals, you have good hotels to stay in. So these are the investment opportunities. And when you even go on my website or you check my YouTube, I have listings from the Western region, beautiful beachfront, Tamale, which is another great region in Ghana, that's a, that's a part is known more for safaris and all of that. There's just so much potential, which when we tap into, you will see that then there's not too much pressure on one side and it can help ease out the pricing, if you get what I mean. No, I definitely get what you mean. Um, and I, I make you know my references because I, I am from California, but I live in South Florida and I get to see not necessarily the Californians, but the New Yorkers come and just come with that New York money. Oh, it's strong too, that New York hustle. And yes. just, you know, um, mm -hmm. just just take over and, and people, you know, have their their things to say. Now, with success. There's always some form of give back. So what is your community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Okay, certainly. So um, uh, with regards to real estate, what I do, I have a lot of young people that reach out to me and say, I want to get into the real estate game. Can you help me? Can you give me some tips? I don't, as of now, I don't have an institution that teaches or guides, but I always make sure that I take the time to give them the tips. Um, and I tell them that come back to me anytime. So sometimes they call me, we get on a 30 minute call and then I'll say, go watch more of my videos, look at the guide. Some of them message me. I tell them, I give them some tips, they go and come back. So in the real estate agency aspect, this is how I'm giving back by supporting those who are coming back and giving them questions and guiding them towards it. Definitely there's a bigger goal of doing a larger institution at the right time, because I believe that it's always important to educate. And then I also have a bigger goal of give back in the form of housing, which is um, because of the industry I'm in. And I, I believe is a calling that I have, but that I will talk more about when the time is right. And then also there are certain give backs that I do, but because of beliefs, um, some of them I do not share out so much. Yeah. 
get in then. I, I get it. I understand that you got enough people, you know, asking for stuff. No need to tell everything because they'll say, you told me you didn't have it. Um, and no, she didn't have it for you because you might be, you might be, you know, a user, a, a time waster, not motivated. Um, that's just how, how success works. Now, with um, your, your YouTube channel, which everybody can go to and learn so much. So if you say, I can't read or I don't like to read, you can go to the YouTube channel. Um, your your purpose and where you plan on taking that, because you could be on TV with the way you do your channel. Like everything is, yeah, everything is perfect for you. I'm going to send you something actually in your DMs. Um, thank if you, I thank already. you, please do, please yeah, do. But, but I, just an opportunity, uh, my audience knows what, what it is if they've listened for more than a week. But can you talk about YouTube and your TV plans and goals, uh, maybe even writing a book or doing a movie documentary, um, where where do you see in media and entertainment your your future? Okay, yeah, definitely um, the YouTube, just for the purpose of the YouTube channel is for anyone like a foreigner coming to Ghana and saying, I want to understand the market. I want to understand what's happening in the different locations. I want to know what's on there. And I want to know it from a trusted professional. That's what the channel is to do. As of now, my main purpose has always been because it's all funded by myself. It's none, um, none of them are paid promotions because I want to make sure it's unbiased. So it's not like someone saying, oh, I'm paying you to, to say this about uh, my company because it's more focused on the investor to give you unbiased perspective. So definitely as of now, um, it's to share the information, but obviously open to media opportunities because it's more about getting the message out there that when you come to Ghana, you find professional real estate agents, agents or agencies that know what they're about. You will come to have good insights because I believe that information is so important for such a huge investment. So that's what it's about. And whichever media that I can take or my company can take to get the message out to the world, to change the narrative and to give more confidence to drive investment to Ghana, I'm certainly open to that. And as you, you've been mentioning, I have a guide and I plan to send out, put out more of these guides so that, and this could come into the book you're talking about so that people can pick it up and say, hey, I wanna invest in Ghana. What's the best way to do it? And they'll get it from all that information. So thank you for asking and thank you for sharing. Yes, and I hope you, I really hope you get that book, copyright it, because I can see folks taking your information, trying to, you know, you. AI and say, hey, I got some information for you. And, you know, what's for you is for welcome. you. Yeah, you don't have to, to to worry about them blocking your blessings at all. But <laughs> it, yeah, it's just, it's an awesome thing. So let the people know where they can find you again so they can have, you know, you all to themselves with hopefully paid consulting or that they are serious about buying a property. Uh, don't don't waste your time, folks. She has a system for that too. So <laughs> give them again. Yeah, well, as of now, I'm, I'm actually offering free consultancy for a limited period. You can go, yes, <laughs> yes. So the, I know, like, woo, so anyone like me can get on a video call. I usually do it on Fridays. So my name is Anna Arkutu. You, you would put it out there. So my website is AnnaArkutu.com, A-N-A-A-R-K-U-T-U.com. And once you Google that, you'll see my Instagram page, my website page, my YouTube channel, my phone numbers are on it. 
and please get in touch. I'll be happy to guide you. Just let me know you came through the Diversified Game podcast or through Kellen, and I'll give you a good deal. So yes, these, this is how you can reach me. Just Google Anarkutu or visit anarkutu.com, www.anarkutu.com, and then send me an email from there. You guys, when she said free, my hat had to go backwards. Yeah, um, free consultation. Uh-huh. Yeah, it blew it off. So you guys take advantage of that while it's available. Don't call her in five months, five years saying, no, you said no. Jump on it now. <laughs> Don't procrastinate. You guys have yes. been blessed with the game. Any last words, Anna? Yeah, um, well, last words is to thank you for having me on here and being awesome. Yes, and to encourage anyone looking to come and reconnect with the motherland, I think it's a beautiful thing. I'm very big on family and anything that has people coming back to their roots is very beautiful. Ghana is a wonderful country. It's not perfect, but when you're going in, you just make sure you do your due diligence. That's the message I want to leave with everyone. Sometimes we take the due diligence for granted. Sometimes we let being excited take um, due diligence for granted. Please, no matter what, before you send money to anyone, make sure you check with two or three people, people who are out there and known um, for whatever you're looking to do. So due diligence is very key when you're coming to Ghana, whether you're paying a tour company, whether you're looking to do real estate, whether you're looking to start a business, just do all the due diligence. And anytime, even with things regarding um, outside of real estate, I'm happy to share some info on because I was born and raised in Ghana. I know Ghana very well. So that's that's what I would say. Due diligence is the word. <laughs> If you've made it this far in the show, make sure that you like it, you share it with somebody. It will change their life. I thank you. Thank you. You guys be blessed by this game. Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African Rand? or 10,000 Kenyan shillings, or 54,250 West African CFA? Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kellen Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at DiversifiedGame.com.